Hello, world, and welcome to the Funniest People I Know podcast and radio show. We're coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia, here in the Georgia Radio Reading Service Studio. The sun is shining. It's wintertime. It's a beautiful day. The Christmas trees are down. They are in the trash. But it doesn't matter because we live in sunny Georgia. Life is good. It's always a little sad when the decorations go away. You know, normally I hate that because January is so gray and gloomy and mm-hmm. disgusting, and Christmas decorations are the only thing that make winter nice. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I'm really loving climate change because this mm-hmm. beautiful spring January, like, mm-hmm. I'm not, like, mm-hmm. all depressed, and I don't care about their lack of Christmas lights. So mm-hmm. it's the first year in a long time. I've loved January. This is sure. I mean, I hate sure. it for the planet and for the people of Miami, but it's... The second week of January, it was 70 degrees in Atlanta. Yeah, it really was. This... the cold time of year. <laughs> I am so happy we got rid of it. That's brilliant. Mm-hmm. I've renamed the season Sprinter. Love it. <laughs> Sprinter. Mm-hmm. Hmm. It's a combo of spring and winter. Some nice, beautiful, hazy middle that we are experiencing currently. It's 2020. It's the new year. It's time for rebirth, renewal, and self-improvement. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's time for nudicles. Nudicles are testicular implantations for pets. What? Okay. Hmm. Helping neuter-hesitant pet owners overcome the trauma of altering and allowing their beloved pet to retain a natural look and its self-esteem. Oh, <laughs> okay. my God. This is a real thing. Mm-hmm. And I thought it would be apt for our topical section today to talk about fake balls for dogs. Okay. Let's mm-hmm. do it. What, what else is going on in the world? I see nothing else <laughs> right. to discuss. Nothing <laughs> more important than this. This is a real company. You can mm-hmm. go to nudicles.com. They have a patent. Mm-hmm. Are they going to be our new sponsor? Mm-hmm. I hope so. <laughs> the Funniest People I Know podcast is brought to you by Nudicle Pet Balls. Mm. <laughs> Dog walking around with less confidence, needing <laughs> a boost yes. at the hip step. Get Nudicles. <laughs> Are we creating this commercial? Um, <clears throat> nudicles, they're... Implant balls for your dog. Nudicles. It's like nothing ever changed. Nudicles come in three types. Original, which is just solid plastic for $175 a pair. Natural, silicone that feels like the real thing. No, don't feel your They come for only $330 a pair. And for some reason, we also sell them individually. Nudical naturals are also available for cats, horses, and bulls. The giant ones for bulls and horses cost as much as $750 a pair. And finally, we sell the Nudicles Ultra Plus. Feels almost liquid, filled with incredibly soft, yet still solid material, providing your pet with the most natural and lifelike firmness possible once placed. No, horrifying. These are implanted. They are implanted. Not decorative. Well, they are decorative. They don't serve any purpose. 
just like breast implants, make an incision and insert the ball. Oh. You can watch the entire process mm. happen to a Weimariner on YouTube oh, no. on the Nudicles I, website. I don't need the full tour. Oh. <laughs> wow. I used to have a dog with a little empty nut sack. Uh-huh. And he was very self-conscious about it, and I bet he would have appreciated it. Mm. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't have spent... Any money to do that. <laughs> no. <laughs> the Ultra Plus, which is the largest, fanciest ones for dogs, mm-hmm. are $450 a pair. Well, well, he, I, he was a basset, this would have been too big. It would drag on the ground. <laughs> bum, 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 bum. I'm sure if your dog has health insurance, I can get it covered. <laughs> w- yeah. Does Obamacare cover animals? Nope. TJ, right? would you put nudicles on your dog? Um, Let's n- pretend money isn't an issue. And that I have a dog? And that you have a dog. There's a lot of pretending here. Oh, yes. And the mm. dog has no balls. Right. <laughs> yes, I would give him nudicles. Yeah. He deserves them. All right, so we're hanging out. Yeah. You're with a group of friends. Mm-hmm. We meet up on a Saturday yep. for a margarita. Ooh. It's a nice day. It's January. Climate change. Woohoo! Yeah. You're sitting there with your dog, and uh-huh. you've got some news to share. Tell the funny people at the pitch meeting about your dog and what happened. What's the weirdest thing y'all done with your pet? Well, my sister used to take the wiener dogs mm-hmm. and use a scrunchie to tie their ears above their heads so uh-huh. it looked like they had kind of a little... Oh, I bet that's adorable. It was pretty cute. Well, I did something like that, but... Um... So with their ears? You did something yeah. with their ears? Well, yeah, further down south. So their butt, their what? Yeah, so like Rover's kind of not feeling like confident these days uh, down, you know. Oh. I think it was a psychologist, and the psychologist was, oh, yeah, he's feeling kind of down because you neutered him, and you took away his balls. Mm. And, oh, yeah, you yeah, had Rover that long. Yeah, it was like five or six sessions to get to that, but, you know, anyways. <laughs> so I was like, oh, like, is there anything I can do? Like, she was like, well, there's this thing called nudicles that oh, you can... I've, mm-hmm. I've never heard of that, yeah. Yeah, so there are these, like, implantations that you can insert into your dog's deflated balls in order to give him the confidence to be the rover that he wants to be. TJ, have you felt them? Do they feel natural? We're not there yet. <laughs> I feel like you need to feel them plus a natural dog yeah. so you can make sure that they are right. That also begs the question, if they're fake balls, yeah. would the dog even know if you were feeling them? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. Does that mean it's okay to grope women with fake breasts? Mm-hmm. I'd say so. Mm, I'd say no. I I see we have a debate here. (laughs) You know, my friend Kevin's wife took his balls about 10 years ago. Maybe we should give him some nudicles. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. You could make your balls larger. (laughs) Yeah. You know, as a human. (laughs) Alexandria, I'm dying to hear from you on nudicles. I think that I'm so glad someone has thought of a way to fix this problem for all (laughs) our our ballist pet friends. That is a great point. There's a lot of problems in the world, yet someone decided doggy ball self-esteem needed to be... Because, mm -hmm. you know, your dogs are there to provide comfort, but how can they provide comfort if they're not confident? Mm -hmm. If they don't feel assured in themselves? Just brilliant. I will say real quick before Mm -hmm. we move on, we are in a bubble. Okay. And outside of our bubble, Mm -hmm. there are people that don't want to neuter their animals because of that sort of masculinity situation. Mm. And my wife is in animal care, and they're, Mm. oh, I'm not going to cut my dog's balls off. Mm. It is imperative Mm -hmm. that folks spay new to their animals. Mm -hmm. My dad didn't want to do it to my first family dog because he was worried that it would make him sad, and he was like, oh, I just couldn't do that, you know, like you said. But he always ran away because I think he was trying to get some. No. No. (laughs) Dog. And then when he took his balls away, he didn't do that anymore? No, we never took his balls away. Uh, he just always kept them. He's probably going after that lovely lady next Exactly. Door, yeah. Or male. I don't know. We don't want to assume. Exactly. Want to assume. It's 2020. 
Well, it was 2018. Speaking of 2020, <laughs> as the world evolves, mm-hmm. so does crime. We are no longer living in a world where pirates robbed the seven seas like they did, let's say, a hundred years ago. There were rum ships, there was sugar cane, there were fineries, there were lots of things that a pirate would want to steal. Mm-hmm. And nowadays, TJ, mm-hmm. pirates have evolved with... Stealing music. The new decade. Uh-huh. Well, they used to steal music. Mm-hmm. They probably still do. Yes. But I'm talking to you about another kind of pirate. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. And I tell. a sketch with two characters who yeah. are former ocean pirates. Mm. Okay. Who are evolving and trying to become this new kind of 2020 pirate. Okay. We're going to teach the world about this with a sketch. George and Alexandria, if you'll read the two characters that you've been assigned, I'll go ahead and read stage directions. Without further ado, let's learn about some pirates. Pirate Pete and his first mate... (laughs) Pete? Wow. Wow. (laughs) Pirate Pete and his first mate, Shannon... Played by Alexander. What are these names? <laughs> right. Wander down a deserted suburban street. I don't like the look of these here tiny cottages, Captain Pete. Pirates belong at sea. Aye, but ships in the new millennium only carry low-quality consumer goods. The real treasures sit up on the suburban porch. <laughs> aye, aye, Captain. There be porches all over this neighborhood, but I don't see the booty. Riches beyond imagination await us inside of those cardboard boxes upon the porch. (laughs) They get delivered, see, and sit alone upon the porch. (laughs) Rip for the plucking. Stop. Blow me down. Stop. They be everywhere. I'll steal the packages, Captain, and cleave with a brisket anyone who stands in my way. (laughs) Avast ye. The tiny packages are the ones most likely to contain the gold. Aye, aye, Captain. We'll each nab a tiny package and meet here behind the shrubbery to view the spoils. Every man keeps what he finds. I'll not go sharing my spoils with the likes of ye. Pirate Pete and Shannon head off to different porches. They each steal a small package and meet under the hedge. Ahoy, Captain. The deed is done. Open her up, lassie. Shannon pulls out her cutlass and slices open the Amazon package. Blow me down, a diamond bracelet. Shiver me, Timbers. That's a fine treasure you've pilfered. It belongs to someone called Tiffany. Not anymore. (laughs) Let's learn of your spoils. Son of a biscuit eater. I tin can a fancy feast (laughs) gravy lubber's cat food. Blimey. That don't look like plunder to me, Captain. Nay, we're going about it all wrong, Shannon. Tis not the small packages, but the flat ones that hold the loot. Be gone from this year hedge and return with something flat. Shannon and Pete stalk through the neighborhood. They each steal a flat package and return to the hedge. Ahoy, Captain. I've bought the swag. Tear it open. Shannon frantically rips through the flat Amazon package with her cutlass. Yo-ho-ho, a 12.9-inch iPad Pro with retina display. Pipe down, bilge rat. I have to open mine. There be a bit of blood dripping down your leg, Captain. Ah, he. A four-legged furry landlubber took a bite out of me leg. Oh, it's a dog. (laughs) Ah, that's funny. I'll bet it was worth it for the flat package you're holding. Open her up. Bluster and barnacles. Tis worse than before. Not worse than cat food, Captain. Aye, a Paladine cookbook. Ah! 
burn it, Captain. I've nothing to set fire. Use my rum. It came with the iPad. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Pirate Pete douses the cookbook in rum, pulls out a pistol, and shoots the Paladine cookbook. I'll be seeing that evil face for all me days. Oh, we best get back to sea. Being porch pirates is not for us. Nay, Shannon. I'll not give up. We've been going about it all wrong. The riches are in the giant packages. The bigger, the better. It's not worth you getting bit again. <laughs> we will pirate the porches or die trying. Aye, aye, sir. To hell and back. Now peer through the crow's nest in this hedge. I see two large packages at the end of the cul-de-sac. Let's rub them blind. Shannon and Pete prance down the street. Together they hoist two large packages off the porch and bring them back to the hedge. Ah, smoother than a baby's bottom towel was. One for you and one for me. Rip her open, Shannon. Long Ben's Long John's. I've stolen an inflatable kayak from REI. Now I can be a sneaky dock pirate. Happy day. Good for you, lad. Now let's see what Porchy Claws left for old Pete. <laughs> it's a bag full of daggers. Nay, a 25-pound bag of carrots. Your vision will be spot on. Blasted bloody barber bones. This be too many carrots. Be careful, folks. Pirates are now stealing from porches. Pirates just like Shannon and mm -hmm. Pirate Pete. So yeah. this is really a warning, a public service. This is service a PSA. Really? It's a PSA. Mm -hmm. Beware, matey. They'll take your carrots. There's the butt. <laughs> this morning, I walk out into the kitchen, mm -hmm. and I see Anna hoisting in a 25-pound bag of carrots. Mm. Oh, wow. Anna's my roommate, and she says to me, I read that carrots... Help cure cancer. Did you write that down and then read it? <laughs> right, <laughs> it was the size of a small child, this giant mm. bag of carrots. That's so funny. That's you gotta eat them quick, though. They don't last more than, like, right. a week or two. Yeah. Carrots? Yeah. They last forever. No, they don't. No. She's what? choosing these carrots. Oh. So uh, most of them, I think, will so end up in the compost. She's yeah. making them worse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's Porch Pirates in the writer's room today, folks. Public service announcement. Now you know. I want to move on to another theatrical segment on the Funniest People I Know podcast. It's time for TJ's Tinder Theater. We haven't done this in a long yeah. time. It's been a minute. How's TJ, the dating life, TJ? It's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> TJ went to lunch with me and mm -hmm. went to the men's room, and I stole some Tinder conversations. And you guys, these represent the best... Tinder conversations mm -hmm. TJ has had. I Thank can you. hardly wait. Let's Thanks hear so it. Kind. I'm going to read for TJ, and then Alex, you just read for TJ's gentleman callers. Gotcha. Okay? You matched with Chris. Hey, I'm lactose intolerant too. We already have so much in common. <laughs> yep. No did, response. Did not That's respond. It. Yep. I thought it was a good opening line. If he's going to mention in his profile that he's lactose intolerant, he should expect some moron to reference it. Exactly. Yeah. We can go to Whole Foods and buy almond milk together. Oh, so romantic. Yeah. Cute. Yeah, Cute. exactly. That's what I also call foreplay. <laughs> you matched with dog. Yeah. Hey, hell, so wait, TJ, is that racist? What? what does hey, hell, southern mean? Hell, southern is like war eagle, but from my alma mater, Georgia Southern. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. Right. Hey, hail southern. Yes, hashtag Hill Southern. How are you? All right, just dog sitting for my parents. How about you? Nice. I was at a wedding and just got home. Oh, did you get married? Congrats. <laughs> Thank you. 
New Year marriage. Well, I hope you still have cake. So much cake. <laughs> <laughs> and that is all. <laughs> That's it. That is it. Yeah. They just don't know what to do with you, TJ. They You're don't. Just, you matched with Psy. Ew. Milk. Pea oh. face. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That is all. <laughs> yeah. Why would you say ooh milk to someone? That's in a his, weird way to open a conversation. In his profile, he was like, oh, yeah, I don't like milk. Milk is gross. Well, are you, like, super, like, intellectuous and tolerant? Guys? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> milk gives you the runs. That really turns me on. <laughs> yeah. All right. You matched with Jeff. LOL. Skydiving is such an extreme difference from watching movies at home. I had to show my range. Shrug. What else do you like to get into? That's a come on. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I've been working a lot recently. When I can, I like to do weekend trips to the beach or lake. Do for pretty much anything thought. What about you? Okay, that is exactly how he said it, too. <laughs> he, he wrote, do for pretty much anything thought. <laughs> yeah. So TJ didn't even question that. He goes, yeah, me too. <laughs> I was too tired. Down My- for pretty much anything? Yeah. Let me ask you a question. Yes. Is that alone enough of a back and forth to lead to an encounter? Um, no. I do text for weeks on end until you get tired or someone proposes a meetup, which mm, happens like one out of five times. Do you propose a meetup? Oh, no. I keep meaning to, but I'm just, God, where in my schedule am I open? Nowhere. But I'm trying. I'm really, really trying. I think I am meeting up with a guy for coffee later next week. I want to read that one. That's a long one. That's weeks and weeks. You matched with Bruno. Hey, how's it going? Hi there. Going well so far. How about you? I'm all right. I was just watching Seth Meyers before bed. Mm -hmm. I'm in bed listening to music. Listening to anything good? Coldplay. Which song? (laughs) Always in my head. Nice. I heard they're good live. Yeah, I love this band. You're handsome. Thanks, man. You too. My name is Bruno. I'm from Brazil. What's your name? TJ. The end. (laughs) (laughs) Never heard from him again. He's like, I don't want no TJ. (laughs) No, thank you. (laughs) He thought you were handsome two minutes ago. I know, right? I found out your name's TJ. Yeah. It was like, screw that noise. Yeah. He definitely broke up with a TJ. (laughs) You think so? But it says TJ on my profile. That's the first thing you know. Right. In the picture. <laughs> he started thinking about what the T and the J could stand for, and it just got to be too much. I guess. Oh. These are just, honestly, the most dull conversations I've ever read <laughs> yeah. in my entire life. I know. And I'm going to propose mm-hmm. that Alex and I are going to do another segment called Catfish Theater. Okay. Mm-hmm. And we're going to use your photo okay. to yep. create a fake online profile. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. And we're going to chat with different men. And we will bring you three suitors to mm-hmm. choose from based on the conversation, yep. which one you want to go out with. Yep. What could go wrong? No, I can't imagine <laughs> anything going wrong. No, me neither. I think we can navigate your love life um, for you a little bit better. So mm-hmm. check in with us next week for mm-hmm. Catfish Theater. You're good with this? <laughs> yeah. You'll probably find some guy that I'm like, nah, nope, I stopped talking to him like 10 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> guys you hit on? Yeah. <laughs> Real quick for you guys, just a few things to look out for. Mm-hmm. Anyone called Ramsey. 
Okay. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. In yellow pants. Anyone in yellow pants. Mm. Oh, yeah. Anyone with any mention whatsoever to the Banana Republic. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because TJ had a palm reader come on the show mm-hmm. and predicted that all those things would come into his love life. Mm. We also know that he likes lactose intolerant guys. Yes. yes. Men that live near his apartment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Walking distance. Walking distance. And he wants to know specifically what song you were listening to. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a very, very special treat for you today. We've got an interview with a monkey scientist. A monkey scientist? Ooh. That's right. My brother-in-law, mm-hmm. Sean Ott, works at UC Davis oh. in a monkey lab. Oh, wow. oh, cool. Like Planet of the Apes type stuff? 100%. That's what yes. I was thinking. And TJ is going to ask him some questions. Sean, are you on the line? Yes, I am. How you doing today, Sean? Hey, Sean. I'm doing great. He gave up his Sunday to come on the Funniest People I Know podcast and talk about monkeys. Do they science on Sundays? Oh, dude, science never stops. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and pass you over to TJ, Sean, and we're going to learn all about monkeys. So thank you for being on the show. Sean, I'm currently not drinking because my bank account said I visit too many bars. So I curled up last night with a hot cup of tea and read all about your job and the research your team out in California does. <laughs> <laughs> Great. My research supports uh Tea instead of alcohol is being beneficial. Good job. You're helping your brain. I've been drinking a lot of tea. What can I say? Can you briefly explain to our audience about your job and your team's mission at the California National Primate Research Center? Our lab is dedicated to figuring out the ins and outs of Alzheimer's disease. The end goal is to stop it from happening, essentially. We don't think there's a cure per se. But if you intervene early enough, you can stop progression and all sorts of dementia patients and Alzheimer's patients, they'll be good. Yeah. Wait, are you James Franco in The Rise of the Planet of the Apes or are you Draco <laughs> Malfoy? Oh, Tom Felton. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully we don't create super monkeys. Fingers uh, crossed. Yeah. That dystopian future sounds better than climate change. <laughs> <laughs> There's an interesting game the monkeys play to help researchers discover the effects of Alzheimer's. Can you go into that a little bit? Yeah, we're teaching our animals to use touchscreens. It happens to be the easiest way to teach them how to play games and to assess their memory. Mm. They have no idea what a touchscreen is. They don't have touchscreens in the jungles or in the forest. Yeah. (laughs) And you give them iPads? Yeah, they're super reinforced iPads. They're literally built into the walls because the monkeys are extremely curious. So Mm -hmm. if there's a crack or a seam or anything they can fiddle with, they'll start peeling away at it and suddenly they'll dismantle your entire setup. Yeah, same. What is the game that they play? It's pretty simple. One object appears on the screen. The screen will go blank for a couple of seconds and then two objects will appear on the screen. Mm -hmm. One is the object that was there before, and one is a new object. The goal is for the animal to select the new object. Okay. And the longer the gap, the harder the game gets, but these monkeys are really good at playing these games. I feel bad for them. They get so frustrated whenever there's a minute-long delay. They just want to play their game. Right. (laughs) They get treats afterwards. They want to progress in their game, and they want to win. What kind of treat? Our staff get very creative with their treats. In California, we have access to a wide variety of fruits and vegetables. Anything from your standard peanut butter-covered banana, grapes, bell peppers, cucumber, to really get the animals to cooperate. If it's a very difficult task, Twizzlers are the number one way to get them. Red vines or Twizzlers? (laughs) 
one of our people tried red vines and it didn't sell as well. You got to go straight for the Twizzler. Oh, mm. wow, that's interesting. What is the purpose of the game? The game is assessing different brain regions or functionality. There's a couple of different kinds of memory games, and we try to assess long-term memory, short-term memory. Cool. What other interesting experiments has the center done with the monkeys? The California National Primate Research Center as a mm-hmm. whole has done research on HIV, on Zika virus. We have a strong pulmonary group, so there's a lot of asthma research, environmental smoke inhalation. California is always on fire, so there's yeah. a lot of opportunities there. Sean, this is really fascinating research. What I want to know is you spend most of your day with monkeys. Mm-hmm. How does that relate to your life in the real world? The monkeys try to dismantle and subvert you at every chance. So there are tips to keep them on track, but I've found that a lot of the lessons that I learned there, I can relate to dog training at home. Tell us about the magic lunchbox. It's the reward for the game that they play. Every single time they win the game, they get a little snack, a little fruit, a little vegetable. And if you think about it, gambling at Las Vegas, you're playing the slots. If you just win a quarter every single time you pull the handle down, you're going to leave. Right. What the magic lunchbox is that after every so many victories, the magic lunchbox pops open and it's just a giant bonanza of fruits and vegetables. It's like winning the jackpot on the slot machine. And this is what gets the monkeys really excited about our game. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. If every time you went to Vegas, you won a big jackpot, wouldn't you be back tomorrow? 100%. (laughs) (laughs) You don't know this, listeners, but we have a magic lunchbox for TJ at the end of every episode recording. Mm -hmm. Yep. (laughs) Sometimes I get it, sometimes I don't. (laughs) And Alexandria, I think the magic lunchbox is the name of your favorite dispensary. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Will, you just gonna put my business out there like that? (laughs) Are there any monkeys that you're particularly attached to? The researchers at the primate center get very attached to the animals they work with. You get to know them kind of like a friend. They get more comfortable with you. You get more comfortable with them. They start off a little scared of people. People are huge. Uh, <laughs> the, the monkeys people. we work with are 20-pound monkeys, and you're a 150- or 200-pound person going mm-hmm. through their space. Yeah, at least that. In the field cages, there's... Tons of monkeys. It's a huge space. They have a jungle gym to play on. People bring their toys for their kids and for the monkeys to play on. A new person going in the cage, all of the animals are scared of them. Interesting. But you need to clean up their poop and their dirty food because they live there. You have to tidy up. It's not like the wild where they have tons of miles of space. Yeah, they can just poop anywhere, right? Yeah, but the people cleaning up their poop have a wheelbarrow and a shovel and first couple of days no monkey is close to them give it a couple of months and the monkeys get to know the person cleaning the cage and if the person turns around suddenly there's three monkeys sitting in his wheelbarrow <laughs> and they're playing with his shovel oh. they can't get any work done <laughs> they just become comfortable with you and start trying to hang out and play with you but if that job is ever open tj i think you'd be an ideal candidate totally for a monkey totally. poop shoveler right. yeah I think I could quickly dodge poo being hurled at me. Sean, thank you again for being on the show. Any final words you want to share with the funniest people I know? It's been just such a pleasure, a fantastic opportunity to work at the Primate Center. Primate research, you might think, is a little iffy, but it's absolutely necessary for figuring out and curing 
human diseases, such as Alzheimer's. You think there's rodent models, but mouse brains just aren't equivalent to human or mm-hmm. primate brains. So it's yeah. absolutely necessary to get the assistance of these animals in figuring out and curing human diseases. I want to thank you guys for giving me the opportunity to chat about my research and get the word out. Our pleasure, my friend. Thank you for yeah. being on the show. Valentine's Day is right around the corner, y'all. Mm-hmm. TJ, you had a Valentine's date? No, do not. We have to get TJ a we, Valentine's we, date. Oh, my God, yes, George. The rest of his life depends on you two right mm-hmm. now. And I think I have some scenarios mm-hmm. to get you thinking about your dating life mm-hmm. and the types of situations you're interested in being in oh, good. Yeah. while in a yes. relationship. I thought a would-you-rather Valentine's Day edition would okay, be this super is fun. fun. I got three for you guys. Okay. First, would-you-rather. Would-you-rather spend a beautiful life with your celebrity crush who has untreatable halitosis, or spend a perpetually broke life with your future partner. You're also madly in love. You're forever broke. You can never get out of debt. Every time you pay a bill, a new bill pops up. Broke with the love of your life, Mm -hmm. or you're with your celebrity crush, but they have bad breath. Yes. When we're going around, we should say who the celebrity crush is. (laughs) I'm not into Christian Bale because of his breath, so we'll just (laughs) go with that. (laughs) I don't want to be broke. Mm -hmm. Okay. I would definitely choose a broke life with Lily. Oh, which she's not a celebrity, though. Isn't? Oh, you told you rather celebrity? No, it's a celebrity. Your celebrity crush. No, or the person you're in love with. What? He could pick. He I think he said celebrity crush. Oh. It's a would you rather, TJ. I'd rather oh, I thought we were going around saying our celebrity crush. Well, we can do that, too. Oh. I would choose that, I would say, over a life with bad breath Angelina Jolie 10 years ago. I don't put it past that haven't been true. <laughs> right. I can imagine. Yeah. She's done some interesting things. <laughs> I think she's rotting from the inside. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just still trying to figure out how I missed that whole thing. So I don't listen to full things. No, I, I, I was. I was paying attention. I hate being broke. Ugh. Okay. I'm just clogging my nose with Adam Scott for the rest of my life. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you'll wear nose plugs mm-hmm. and be with Adam Scott. Adam Scott, Okay, yeah. I love it. George and TJ are taking their celebrity crushes with bad breath, but Will's going to tough out the broke life with the love of his life. Okay, yep. but what if you're broke with Lily, but she also now has chronic halitosis? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What's Angelina look like right now? <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. she, okay. she got 10 kids, though, so right. uh, you busy. I like, the first five are at least 20 now, so <laughs> you should be fine. Number two, would you rather get caught cheating or catch your partner cheating? Oh. Hmm. Catch my partner cheating. Mm. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, catch yeah. my partner cheating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. Somehow getting caught feels worse because mm-hmm. I'm the asshole. Yeah, I don't <laughs> want to be apologizing. Yeah, me neither. I want you buy me pretty stuff. So yeah. everyone wants to be the victim in the situation. No one wants to be the perpetrator. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. What about you? That's interesting. I kind of want to get caught cheating. Leon, I love you to death, and I would never cheat on you. But, like, it seems like it would be fun. Mm-hmm. Like, is it like a fantasy? Like, you kind of want them to find you and then, like, join? Like, Ooh. Maybe, or, like, for whatever reason, I see it filmed, like, Sin City, and it's just very comic book lighting, and mm-hmm. I'm in some sort of trench coat, and I jump out of a window, and he's Alex, and I'm like, no, and I hop off. I, I love the cinematography in your affair. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you come in San Diego? Yeah, put on my red hat and steal the Eiffel Tower and go. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Final one. Would yes. you rather... 
get proposed to during a flash mob while the music skips in the background. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever the other one is. Or get proposed to at a game in a stadium on the big giant screen. But then all the lights go out and nobody hears the moment. What's worse, having to sit through a professional (laughs) sports game at the stadium or a flash mob? You know what? Flash mobs are only a few minutes. Those games could last forever. Mm -hmm. forever. You don't know when Capra's getting comfortable. Skipping music, flash mob. Yeah, Yeah, I think I'm going to go with the lights out. Oh, okay. Because in the dark, we'd share a quiet moment. And you could throw in something about the electricity of our love. Shut oh, my whole God. oh, my God. <laughs> yes. We're going to get, like, freaky out of blackout at the stadium. Yeah. People are trampling you to get to the exit. Yeah. Like, We're in this semi-private row. <laughs> okay, TJ. Yeah, that, fla- that flash mob would be hilarious. So I would laugh the whole time. <laughs> like, this is so dumb. <laughs> no, that's what made me think of I was like, how dumb would it be if you had a flash mob? Everyone's all excited, but the music's like, <laughs> oh, they go one of me, me, me. Marry you. (laughs) (laughs) I want to see that play out so bad. (laughs) Exactly. We'll stage that. We're going to do that sketch, yeah. That's how you should show up to the date. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Nobody doesn't like a date that begins with a flash mob. (laughs) I think that's how you should show up your your romance. The other guy would be on his phone the entire time looking at Grindr. Really? I'm going to get out of this and forget about it. That's my Valentine's edition, Would You Rather. Thank you guys for playing along with me. Thank you so much for tuning into the show, folks. Happy Valentine's Day. Have yourself a hilarious week. Bye. Bye.